Part 1 of a scripted program entitled, In Baseball, No One Can Hear You Scream. Due to their extraordinary background with paranormal activity, the owners of the Washington Nationals baseball team, the Lerner family, have hired the scandal sheet hosts, Kasiat, Bernice, and Thad, to investigate, and if necessary exorcise, dangerous phantoms inside the team stadium. It is October 31st, 2020. Halloween night. What the hell is that? It's likely a gray wolf, also known as the species Canis lupus. Thanks, Bernice. I think he meant, why is a wolf howling in a city where there haven't been any wild animals for over 250 years? Actually, the National Zoo is only seven miles away. I thought all they had there were pandas and elephants. Seven miles is a long way. That wolf sounds very close. Mr. Helsley, you promised not to be a total pussy if we took this job. I did? Look, I already spent my share of the deposit. We're going in. I did too. Biotech stocks are going through the roof. <sighs> Fine. Whoa, whoa there, sports fans. The National Stadium is closed. Oh, great. A security guard. <laughs> In case you missed it, the season ended five weeks ago. We know that. We're here on contract with Lerner Enterprises. Here. Hmm. Well, these papers look in order, but you folks really don't want to go in there. No, we do. We're here to investigate paranormal activity. Thanks. I can read fine, young lady. I'm just telling you, you don't want to go in there. Thanks for the advice, Rent-A-Cop. Can you please just open up the door? Oh, you're a feisty one, little lady. Sir, please. Look, I'm serious, guys. Did they tell you what happened in 1777 on this very night, on this very ground? The murders! Yes, of course! They weren't just murders. German Hessian mercenaries literally butchered 162 American soldiers. Ugh, good grief. I'm talking chopping guys' heads off, removing their major organs, while they were still alive. Stuff that would make a Nazi blush. Thank you for your candid observations. We will include them in our report. Mark my words. I've been a guard here since the stadium opened in 2008, and I've seen a lot of strange things. The ghosts of those horrifically defiled patriots seek revenge. And the Hessians they managed to kill are even worse. Look, it's all superstitious nonsense and folk legend. That's what we're here to prove. He doesn't think so. Hey, just unlock the door, buddy. We're on the clock. All right, your funeral. Hey, young lady, take this. What is it? It's an emergency locator. If you get in trouble, press the red button and I'll send our guys in. We can reach you in minutes anywhere in the park. Well, I don't think it will be necessary, but thanks. Good luck, folks. You're gonna need it. Ah, I should have known this was gonna suck. Please, Mr. Helsley, try not to pee yourself. What's next, Bernice? Flashlights on. Then please activate the body cameras I gave you. All of this will be recorded for our clients, the learners. Done. Done. I will operate our spectral analysis and infrared equipment. Let's go. We simply have to walk each concourse on the three levels and record data. Finally, we will enter the locker rooms. Ah! Oh my god, what do we do? I brought adult divers if you need them. This must be a trick of some kind! Who's that? 
find the murdered wife of Major Hauptmann, head of the American regiment that was slaughtered. Bernice, are you getting any readings? No, but I can see her with my own digital eyes. Go back now. Your lives are in danger. Yeah, yeah, we should go back, just like she says. Bernice, I don't see any projectors. Is this like an Astro's sign-stealing thing? It could be. I'm checking. No one's going back! We're not? You know, back sounds like a good option to me. Then your lies are forfeit. Wait a second. There's another witch? She's right. You must go back now. Wait a minute. Who are you, lady? I'm the murdered wife of Lieutenant Grover. A lieutenant? Really? Beat it, Bimbo. This is my concourse. This isn't your concourse. Who made you queen of hell anyway? A. My husband outranks yours by like ten ranks. B. I'm working this concourse. Or did you not get the email? Kasia, what's going on? I don't know. Maybe a ghost cat fight? Ooh, wife of a major. Your shit don't stink, is that it? You know what? You are a dead woman. Yeah, I know. For like 240 years, just like you. I'm escalating this right to Lucifer himself. You're done. Yeah, well, you can kiss my transparent poltergeist butt. No one works my concourse, you little lieutenant biatch. Okay, time out, ladies. Time out. We're on contract here and we need to pass. You ladies have to take your argument offline and let us pass through. Okay, fine. I'm just saying your heads are going to be chopped off and your intestines sprawled out on the concourse. Yeah, what she said. Oh, okay. That's good enough for me. Thanks for the intel, girls. We'll be going now. Shut up, Mr. Helsley. Where will we meet your husband's regiment? You'll never make it past the Burger Barn concession in Section 123. Thanks. And by the way, some of the patriarchal stuff you're obsessed with is gone. You can vote now and even run for president. President? Really? Yes, really. You can also be a senator or a CEO. What's a CEO? Suit up, pussies. We're going to the burger barn in 123. Is is that such a good idea? Bernice, you got the holy water? I do. Good. We're going to exercise these dead patriots and send them to heaven where they belong. Back at the main gate to the stadium. A1A, are you there? Roger that. Did you admit the podcast team? Uh, yes, sir. They had papers from the learners. They seemed in order. Yes, but half the corporate staff have since turned into flesh-eating zombies. That's unfortunate, sir. We need you to extract those podcasters from the property immediately. They've triggered something. Uh, you mean go inside the stadium on Halloween night, sir? Yes, immediately. And one more thing. What? Hello? Hello? Hmm. Must be the batteries. Back in the stadium, our three scandal sheet hosts continue their trek to their final destiny toward the burger barn. This is section 125. We're almost there, everyone. I'm receiving spectral readings on my equipment. Gazia, can we reconsider this? I have reservations for all of us and forget them that. No! Bernice, who are all these guys? Readings are off the scale. 162 separate paranormal entities. I must assume they are the members of the slaughtered regiment. Cassia, 
none of them have any heads. You should not have come, Cassia. You were warned. We told you. Listen, we have holy water. We can help you. You're the ones that need help now. True crime. Sex. Political conspiracy. Celebrity gossip. Murder. UFOs. Crooked officials. The occult. Assassination. Courtroom drama. Rape. Corporate scams. Scandal sheets. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Scandal Sheet. My name is Thad Helsley, and today we are celebrating my favorite holiday, Halloween. And to help me with this task, I am pleased to welcome back our favorite New Yorkers, the Mets Mob. And here they are, David Grover, resident of the Upper East Side and partner in Grover and Fenster's Talk, Attorneys at Law. What's up, Thad? What's up, everybody? Happy Halloween. Happy October. Happy almost Thanksgiving. Happy everything. Let's have some fun. (laughs) Okay. And we also have Handsome Rob, also from the Upper East Side, and also voted the sexiest man east of Central Park. Hey, hey, Thad, how much do I owe you again for that opening? (laughs) I I wrote it, but I don't remember what we we spoke about it. I'll, I'll, I'll send it to you later. Hey, everybody. Well, he, Happy almost Halloween. He, he's not even the handsomest man in this apartment, and he's the only guy, so let's just do that I'm one. Not, I'm, not even the, I'm not even the handsomest guy in my apartment, and I'm alone in my apartment. That's a- <laughs> okay, I thought you were going to say that's the goldfish. It's a little more cat- fetching. And, um, and last but certainly not least, the incomparable Leonardo from Manhattan. Hey, everybody. I just want to remind everybody the roads are really dangerous out there so listen to the arrive alive podcast at arrivealivepodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts all right well welcome back to the pod gentlemen and i want to introduce all of you to our new co-host she's been on one other show prior to this uh her name is anurada and she's a project solutions engineer at deloitte and simultaneously is an up-and-coming actress. So this is a uh, good place for her to kind of, you know, work on her chops. And so I lied to her and told her you were all extremely nice, but I hope you can welcome, give her a warm welcome. Get lost. (laughs) Hi, everybody. Welcome, welcome. So nice to meet all of you. I am a little bit scared, but I think we'll be okay. I think we'll all get along really well. What's your favorite movie There's... of all time, actress, Anurata? Um, I'm going to be ridiculed for this one, Uh-oh. but I'm going to say the Harry Potter series. Yeah. Uh, that's all right. My daughter likes that. That's, uh, you can something a little more interesting, something a little more retro, nothing. Anurata is not as old as we are, okay? She is a young person, so... Yeah, there aren't that many. She doesn't have many good movies. There's a generational difference between her and the rest of us. As long as she didn't didn't say Barbie or something like that. I was actually going to say that. Thank you. Or or Little Mermaid. (laughs) Or or Avatar. I know. So, guys, before we jump into the topic of the day, which is Halloween, our audience primarily over the years, and, and literally it's been years now, as baseball commentators, especially uh, as uh, it relates to the Mets. 
So I wanted to give you an opportunity to, as your as your season did not work out exactly as planned, an opportunity to critique or comment on on this year's baseball season with the Mets or anybody else, and what you see as the prospects for next year. And usually the order is Dave, Rob, Leonardo, but whatever you guys want to do. Sure. Well, obviously a very disappointing season, very high payroll, no playoffs, but a lot of good deals at the trade deadline. Traded old veterans that are free agents that got some really good prospects back. Um, Next year, if Uncle Stevie Cohen wants to spend a few bucks, team could be very good. They got the new general manager or new president of operations. They have a pretty good lineup. They have two starting pitchers. Buy me a couple of starting pitchers. Team could be good. Why not? There's a gentleman. He's 42 years old, and he is he directs the parking traffic in Pittsburgh. His name is Felipe. He's a better prospect than any of the freaking prospects that met. So you you need more medication, David. They got nobody back <laughs> on that. I think this season was an abject failure. The way they let go Buck, Showalter, we were about to – uh, make a, a, a statue to this guy next to the Seaver statue, and well, they just I, freaking I, tossed him I, on I the side. About this, and another thing so. I can't understand is I've been on 30 video calls with Rob Houtman for work, and it's the only time he actually is lit properly uh, and appropriately. The other ones, he looks like a homeless person in front of clients. So. <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was a failure in every which way. Uh, the whole, uh, uh, what's his face, Pete Alonzo, uh, Gate, where everybody said he was a cancer, he was anything but. When you had Brandon Nemo trying to hit home runs and not get hit for average, it was a failure. Did um, Why did you get rid of Scherzer? Why did we get rid of him? Yeah. Be- because he was making a lot of money, he's old, and the Mets wanted to get some top prospects back. I mean, they really okay. did the right thing. Look at teams like the Yankees and Padres who doubled down or did nothing at the deadline, Mets said, hey, like Steve Cohen's a hedge fund guy. He basically said, we're losing money right now. Let's trade our assets and get something back. I mean, that's really – it was a smart move to do it. They picked up a bunch of good prospects. Their minor league system got much, much better. They did the right thing. Other teams did not. So Scherzer, Verlander, those guys are old, end of their contracts, get something back for them in return. But, I mean, we talked extensively uh, a year or two ago about he was that way then when they first hired him. Expensive, old, always on the, the DL list. No, but the thing here is now they were officially, or according to them, out of the playoff race in July. So if, if we're not making okay. the playoffs this year, why are we keeping people like Scherzer right. on the team? Why are, why are we going to give him $20 million to just sit around? And do yeah. Okay, gotcha. And why, gets good prospects. Let's build up a farm system in a year we're not making the playoffs. So it really makes sense. My quick take on the year, 2022, everybody overachieved, everybody overperformed. You give Buck a whole bunch of credit for that. Every, everything they did went right. 2023, the exact opposite. Nothing worked out. Nothing came to be. Nothing gelled together. You got to give Buck some of the blame. If you're going to be fair, if, you, if they overperform, he gets the credit. They underperform. You got to hit him with some of the blame. Should they have fired him? No. Should they have fired him? No. Um, but I agree with Degrove that the Mets are now better situated with a younger prospect team than an older team 
that next year I don't believe is going to get any younger. I don't believe Verlander and Scherzer are going to be a year younger next year. I'm pretty sure they're going to be a year older. Oh, you guys are on drugs. <laughs> well, I think we should also address every time there's a World Baseball Classic with Diaz getting hurt for this. I mean, who knows if he'll ever pitch again? He probably will. But we lost him for the year. The World Baseball Classic is the biggest joke in the world. I don't know when, why they play it when they do. Nobody cares. Nobody remembers anything from it. It's just a big money grab. People care. I don't. I don't Nobody care. Cares. People do care. But yeah, people watch it. People are into it. You know, my buddy went to some of the games in Miami down there. You know, the um, Diaz. Not to get too far into it now, but yeah, Diaz may have cost them the season. Diaz is there all year that we might be talking playoffs right now. My opinion. Well, nobody hit, nobody, you know, it was, it was a big mess, and I don't know. I think he had some mental issues, they were saying, like some anxiety or something. Yeah, I didn't hear that, but he was, I, I don't think he recovered from his injuries, you know, yeah. but, but I think Diaz is there. They're in the playoff race come trade deadline, and they're adding and not subtracting. We might be discussing the Mets in the playoffs tonight. We might be doing a show about the Mets playoff run. So let's get back to the, the topic of the day. And uh, Anurata, you want to start things off? All right. So I want to ask you guys about Halloween in the Big Apple. You all currently live in Manhattan, one of the most urban areas in the United States. In contrast, most Americans live in single family structures on modest lots. That arrangement allows for traditional Halloween activities like trick-or-treating and putting decorations in your front yard like jack-o'-lanterns, graveyards, and skeletons, and all that jazz. But how does the holiday play out in a city where your borough is filled with multi-floor, multi-unit buildings? Well, I think there's a few different ways to do it. First of all, in the buildings... Kids actually get in the elevator and go floor to floor. It's a little surprising when you see it when I first moved into the city. And the, the building gives you a little tag if you agree to, to actually be a house that gives out – apartment that gives out candy. And they go up and down the elevator. And it's kind of cool, especially if the weather isn't nice. The other thing to do is on the street, the stores, the businesses, the restaurants actually give out candy. So they walk down the street. They walk into whatever store, walk into whatever restaurant, and the owners give out candy. The other oh, cool. thing that goes, the other thing that goes on, which is actually pretty cool, there are certain blocks around the city where a lot of big, beautiful brownstones are. The police actually shut down the block. The people decorate their homes really just extravagantly in terms of Halloween decorations. The cops shut it down, and the kids go up and down these blocks, looking at the decorations and collecting candy from all these different families. That's really the three ways that the people go through. But it's actually a very cool experience even for the parents to go to some of these blocks. Well, well, don't forget the parade. We have this fabulous parade in the village that every freakazoid mm. in the world attends, and it's really great. Now, it's gotten a little rowdy over the years, but every type of costume, every type of makeup, LGBT, straight, white, gay, Jewish, everybody gets together, and they celebrate Halloween, and that's a good one. As a kid, you know, the, and right, Dave, you're absolutely right about the apartment stuff. What I think the kids miss out, though, with mm -hmm. going from apartment to apartment is on Long Island. We used to take rotten eggs and egg houses. And that's really tough no, to night, do in an apartment. night before. Yeah. Night before. It was, it, was called, it was called gate night. And I think the statue. 
<laughs> I I think the statute of limitations has run, so I guess we can talk about it on this. Yeah. So it was a, it was a night. Well, you're the lawyer, David. You tell us. I the criminal lawyer. I'm oh, not sure criminal. But but yes, I'm pretty confident that yes, it is. It has actually expired. So I think we're okay. And we were minors at the time, so I think it's no problem. But yes, gate night, eggs, houses. It was it was a little bit out of control in the burb or something. <laughs> You know, no one wants to be in a car or a motorcycle accident or a slip and fall that causes physical or mental damage. And even construction accidents are on the rise today. But if you or a friend or family member are injured, you need a professional and understanding law firm that has experience in getting the most for their clients' injuries. And you can find all of that at the law firm of Grover and Fensterstock. They are a premier personal injury firm located in New York City, and their track record is excellent. They have years of experience working and winning for their clients. Now, they offer a free consultation, and they only get paid when you get paid. So how do you get in touch with them? Well, you call David Grover at 1-866-99-LAWYER, and mention that you were referred by the Scandal Sheet Podcast, one of your favorite podcasts, of course. So David Grover at Grover and Fenster Stock, 1-866-99-LAWYER, 866-99-L-A-W-Y-E-R. You'll be glad you called. <laughs> Good podcasters tell no tales. Part one. The Caribbean Sea, circa 1583. Scallywags, this podcast is now ours! Ah, congratulations, Captain. From the cheap seats always sucked. Good thing the Mets mob finally took it over. <laughs> You'll never get away with this, Lenbeard. Oh, won't I then? Mr. Grover, show our esteemed guest to the plank. Me pleasure, sir. Get out there, you dirty bill rat. Hey, 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 there's water down there. Ow! That sword is sharp. Mitzmah, take over. Mitzmah, take That's over. That's right, God. You're a good boy. We've sighted a ship, Captain. Following fast. What ship? Look, I'll give you anything you want. You want the passwords? We want more than your passwords, Mr. Ockley. We want reparations. We want reparations. Reparations? Are you nuts? The podcast never made a dime. You've been extorting our amazing talents for months now without compensation. I have hair products to finance. Easy, Mr. Hauptman. I be handling the hyperbole. Attacking ship of the port bow! What? All hands to battle stations! Captain Lenbeard, they're boarding us. Who's that swinging on a rope from the other ship? You. Ahoy, Captain Trader. Cassia, I should have known. I thought we terminated you in spring training. Clearly, you realize, Captain, the Nationals always stay in the fight. Mr. Hauptman! Seize her! The salad, sir? We're desperately short on Parmesan dressing. How about you then? For Davy! 
Your Strasburg is a pussy! Yep! Well, Cindergard is a Barbie doll! Hey, guys! Anyone? Got an issue with the flank here! <laughs> <laughs> Following from the previous episode, Captain Cassia, co-host of the podcast, has been captured. You'll never get away with this, Mets guys. Won't we then? Your team is in last place in the division. <laughs> You're done for the season. Listen, Cassia, thank you for the hair products. They were my favorite brand. Oh, Good. Glad I could help. But I'm, like, confined in a rat-infested cell at the moment. Yeah, sorry about that. But I was told you also have a great recipe for avocado toast. Where is my prisoner? In the brig, Captain, as you ordered. Cassia, you thought you could take me? I did take you, Lenbeard. And if it weren't for your traitorous parrot... I stopped, Cassia. I stopped, Cassia. My Cinderguard is a good bird. I'm gonna get you, Cinderguard. That chance, Blondie! Your co-host is drowned, and I have you in my brig. Now, give me the passwords for the podcast. Never! My allies will rescue me. Very well, then. Mr. Houtman, prepare the torture. The fluffy pillow, Captain? Worse than that! I want her to suffer. Play her your lectures on digital advertising, then. What? Mr. Grover, have Mr. Houtman immediately executed. Yes, sir. Wait a minute. He said suffering. It just made sense. That sounds like a few. Thanks for springing me, Bernice. I owe you. My pleasure, co-host and mate. Don't you be sinking! Abandoned ship! The ship is sinking, Captain. What do we do? You're behind this, Bernice? I thought... I thought we had something special together. So did I. But the From the Cheap Seats pod pays more than you. Cassia, get into that lifeboat. Anything you say, Bernice. Sir, if we go down now, we lose our cachet at the 67 Rothschild Cabinet Reserved. This is not over, Cassia! Do you hear me? We will meet again! Bernice! You broke my heart! Both of you will pay! Close one, Bernice. Thanks. I'm alive! I'm alive! I survived the plank! Please, rescue me! Hmm, Bernice? What do you think? Stand by. I'm calculating. Take me out to the ball game. Huh. Go, let's go! Take me out. Hey there, if you ride a motorcycle or have a friend or loved one who rides, there's a podcast for you. It's called the Arrive Alive Podcast, and I started it over three years ago when I was involved in a crash with an SUV that ran a red light. Now, on the podcast, we have safety tips and talks with motorcycle instructors and authors and actors and people who love riding and who share 
their strategies for being safe. You can find the Arrival Live podcast on all your favorite podcast platforms from Apple and Spotify and Amazon Alexa and also at ArriveAlivePodcast.com. Auditions for a new production of William Shakespeare's Macbeth. First performed in 1606. Thanks for coming, everyone. This morning we'll be reading for which number two in the text. Thad, can you take it from there? Sure thing, Ellie. So you folks all have the side from Act 4, Scene 1. Can we start with our first auditioner, please? By the pricking of my thumbs, something wicked this way comes. Uh, who's next? By the pricking of my thumbs, something wicked this way comes. <laughs> Thanks. We'll be in touch. By pricking of my pricking of my thumbs. Next. By the pricking of my thumbs, <laughs> something wicked this way comes. <laughs> uh... <laughs> hey man, it's so fucking cool. Uh, yes, yes. By the pricking of my thumbs. By the pricking of my thumbs. Something wicked this way comes. <laughs> Bernice, do you have an opinion on that one? Whether you hire her or not, I want her to record my home voicemail message. And, uh, who are you? I see you brought in your own bubbling cauldron. And who lit in all those bats? By the pricking of my thumbs, something wicked this way comes. <laughs> And here is part two and the horrifying conclusion of, in baseball, no one can hear you scream. But one week prior to the events of part one, Kasia was in a hotel room in Washington, D.C., waiting for a meeting with the Washington Nationals ownership, the Lerner family, and waiting, and waiting. Washington, D.C. Shit. I'm still in the capital. I hate this sewer of a town. Every minute I sit in this room, I get weaker. Every minute Len Holtz zombies occupy the Nat Stadium, they get stronger. Housekeeping? Do you uh, need room clean? I hardly said a word to my cat until I said yes to the animal rescue people who took her away. All I wanted was a contract, and for my sins, they gave me one. Miss Cassia, are you in there? And when it was finally over, I'd never want another one. All right, Estebar, let's go in. Finally, I was to meet the infamous Ted Lerner, the 95-year-old owner of the Nationals. Miss Cassia, glad you could join us. Yeah, whatever. So, Cassia... You're the famous podcaster who makes fun of my team. Yeah, that's me, Mr. Ted. Grove, what about an eye-opener over here? Anything with vodka? Toot sweet! <laughs> yes, 
ma'am. <laughs> I have a job for you, young lady. Good. And hopefully several aspirants, too. Play the digital recording, David. This was obtained through our supernatural radio technology. I will kill all Nationals fans, and my people will devour them. Pig after pig, I am not the assassin. The learners are. All right, turn it off, turn it off. That really put the hook in my mouth. I already knew confronting Lenholt, a 240-year Hessian soldier, was my destiny. But Mr. Lerner brought it to me like room service. Kasia, this Hessian zombie is destroying my franchise. He might even destroy all of baseball. Yeah, I hear he's a total bitch. I will pay you anything you want, but you must... Terminate the zombie, Hessian Colonel Lenholt, at his command. Terminate, with extreme prejudice. I took the job. What the hell else was I gonna do? Work the census? Flash forward to the events immediately following the end of part one. Wait! Before you kill us, who are you? I'm the commander of the 162 men slaughtered in 1777. You must be Major Hoffman then. I am. How do you know that? We're paranormal investigators and we came here to free you. Yeah, free you. We met your wife's ghost. Really? Well, please don't tell her I'm here. I'm supposed to be out bowling. We can exercise you and your men and free all of you to heaven. Really? Yes. Didn't you ever see the movie The Exorcist? Please. Of course. We've been dead 240 years, but we still have Netflix. That movie is still creepy today, but the special effects are a bit lame by today's standards. Uh, well, that's what we're going to do. You guys just look like douchey podcasters to me. No, we actually brought a professional exorcist priest. Hey, everybody! Glad to see you! Father Exorcist here. That's right, top rep of the big man himself. Just flew in from Vegas, and boy, are my arms tired. <laughs> oh, it's an only but a goodie, but... Well, you boys look like crap. Um, guess we need to get you out of Satan's grasp, huh? I'm the man to do it. This is your exorcist? We work for the Lerner family. We're on a strict budget. Dude, that tie is awesome. So retro, I'm digging it. Too bad you got no hands. <laughs> so you brought us a Walmart exorcist. Well... Okay, everyone, repeat after me. The power of Amazon commands you. Oh, wait. Uh, <laughs> wrong client. I mean, the power of, uh... uh what is that guy's name again? No, seriously, it's gonna come to me. Do you mean the Supreme Being? Yes, him, him! The big guy, I knew I'd get it, the power of him! You guys are actually serious with this. It doesn't matter. The Pope cleared him to exorcise you. You and your 162 men will be in heaven by midnight. Go with it. <sighs> Think of it like a Vegas wedding. Can't be, but still legal in most states. Alright, thanks. I guess. 
Then we'll spare your lives. What do you want in return? Uh, well, we, we still need to get the Hessian ghosts out of the stadium, too. Well, they're not ghosts, Fat Batman. They're flesh-eating zombies. Much worse than us. Really bad guys. So, good luck. And just remember, one bite of a zombie and you become one yourself. Fine. Our risk. Where are they? They run the concourse above us. 200 level. By the way, how are you with... wolves? Wolves? What do you mean? WOLVES! RUN! Suck it, podcasters. <laughs> you SOB! You betrayed us! We're hell ghosts, Blondie. Duh! <laughs> we should have sent him to hell and not heaven. Okay, duck in the fajita fastball. Here! Not through that window! Yes! Lock that door fast, Bernice! Whew! We made it. Those hounds would have torn us to pieces! Back at the main gate. Sir, did you receive an emergency message from the podcasters? No, but our commander's orders were very clear. Before he was torn to pieces, extract the podcasters now. Let's go. Cassia, wouldn't this be a good time to get out of this haunted stadium? Mr. Helsley, are you really going to fall apart over a few hundred headless ghosts, ravenous wolves, and flesh-eating zombies? Uh, yeah, yeah! Is there a better time? Into this air vent, everybody. We can climb up to the second level through here. Yeah, but, but then what? Bernice, do you have that Alexa unit I asked you to bring? I do. Also, you should activate that emergency locator the guard gave you. Good idea, Bernice. The security team have already entered the haunted stadium and are searching for the From the Cheap Seats podcast hosts. Sir, the emergency locator. You're right. 200 level. Let's go. We're almost there, everybody. Stand by. Here we go. Come on! I was really looking forward to the French onion soup at Le Diplomat. Mr. Helsley, will you please shut your cake hole? Len Holt, it's you. Oh, welcome, Cassia. We've been waiting for you. Back with the security team. The would-be rescuers. Hold it, everyone. Sir, what's that? Commander, is that you? Um, you'd look better, sir. Really? You think? Look, I was torn apart by zombies and now I've become one myself. That's unfortunate, sir. And now I'm going to devour all of you and turn you into zombies, too! Uh, not good. <laughs> Lieutenant? I've watched many zombie movies, sir. The way to kill one is to blow their head off. Hmm. Great fast thinking, Lieutenant. You saved all of us. And you just made Employee of the Month. We still have to get to 200 level and save those podcasters. Let's go. This was my destiny. I knew it. The corridors of Nath's stadium snaked like zombie-torn entrails, all leading to Colonel Lenholt. But I didn't know what I would do when I met him. Wait, we can help you. Yeah, your holy water and exorcist cannot help us now. We're zombies. There's, there's no going back for us. Yeah, but what about eternity and beachfront property in Barbados? I have the deed here, signed by Ted Lerner himself. Beachfront, you say? The learners? Hey, 
You guys, want to shut up? I can't even hear myself think over here. Uh, well, we are zombies. Yeah, well, take a coffee break, okay? I'm working over here. Except they closed Cappuccino Castle when COVID started. Friends, don't start with me now. My apologies, Cassia. You don't know how hard it's been living with these morons for 240 years. It must have been difficult. You have no idea. So, is this property west-facing? Yes. You get to see the sunset every night. Everyone gets their own room. Open bar, I assume. Obviously. Grey Goose, McAllen 15, all the best. Uh, Colonel, if I may interject? Yes, Jamie, please, go ahead. Oh, shit, here we go. Everyone knows the coolest place in the Caribbean in 2020 is Turks and Caicos. That's where all the celebrities go. Mm. Wouldn't you want to eat Beyonce or Brad Pitt? Barbados is almost an insult to a zombie. Uh, Garcia... The negotiation is not going well. You're right, Jamie. This is a trick. Proposal rejected. Wait! Pick out your favorite one to devour. I like the fat guy. Wait! Me? Can't you do anything? I don't think so. We are unarmed against an army of zombies. Lenholt, you just crossed the line. Now I will be forced to use my secret weapon. And what's that? Okay, all you zombies, hit the floor or we'll... Uh, uh what do we do again, Lieutenant? Blow their heads off. Right, right, of course. We will blow your heads off. Men, charge! Wait! I have a secret weapon. Bernice, activate Alexa. Here we go. You were right, Kasha. Disco music can kill them. Great idea. This is not over, Cassia. Do you hear me? I will see you in hell. Thanks, young lady. Close one. You clearly did a great job for the Washington Nationals and all of baseball. You're welcome. Hey, Bernice, let's see if we can take advantage of that reservation at La Diplomat. Great idea. I'm texting Uber now. That French onion soup sounded pretty good. Thanks for everything, guys. Well, Lieutenant, you did an amazing job tonight. Can I buy you a beer? Lieutenant? Lieutenant? Were you bitten by one of those zombies? (laughs) Copyright 2023. Thad Helsley Media LLC. All rights reserved.